0: Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started.
1: You guys do not want to miss tonight's episode of The Younger After Show right here on AfterBuzz Comedies because we have Pamela Redmond, the author of the book that started it all. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Happy Hump Day, everyone. Welcome to the Younger After Show and AfterBuzz Comedies. My name is Sahai Wilson, and I am your host this evening. Unfortunately, Alice is out at Comic-Con tonight prepping (laughs) for a big show, so she's not here with us, but we have a lovely panel and a special guest. First, we have Taylor here, who covers our younger-isms. She is a writer and a director, and hey. we love her. Welcome, Thank Taylor.
2: You. I love you, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm so excited for this.
1: And before I show you our special guest, we'll go to Farai, hey. our newest <laughs> Co-host in the house. Um, He is covering, you know, anything else, and giving us the male perspective on the show, and 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 also bringing us that millennial perspective, as you will hear tonight. Hi, Farai. Hello.
3: Welcome back. Uh,
1: Thank you. And last but not least, we have the originator, the creator of this idea, Miss Pamela Redmond, in the house. Everyone, please welcome Pamela.
0: Great to be here. Thank
1: you for being with us.
0: My pleasure.
1: So tonight we have our usuals our news and gossip we have our predictions we have our special segment younger isms and we're also doing a giveaway so what we want is to hear your favorite younger isms in the comments this week we'll pick someone and then we will send you the book signed by pamela herself
0: Ooh. Um, yeah love to do it
1: thank you so much so first and foremost you know what were your overall thoughts of this episode, Farai? I'll start with you because I knew you were very enthusiastic. I thought it was such a good
3: episode. It was. Uh, I was on the edge of my seat, and so many things happened that I did not expect to happen at all. So, like, I'm already getting ready for next week. The show needs to be an hour long.
1: Let's start the petition. <laughs> yes, please. I'll
3: start a GoFundMe if there's no money
0: to make it an hour long. But like, please. <laughs> Pamela, what were your overall thoughts of tonight's episode? Well, I was struck at all the uh, bodily fluids we saw. (laughs) And uh, I thought that that was really symbolic of these deep secrets finally coming out. And uh, it was a little bit shocking and really looking at the underbelly of of what's going on between these characters. Nice.
1: Taylor, what about you?
0: I loved it. I'm
2: so glad we're getting more of the like workplace drama, not just like of the relationships, but the actual like corporations and companies going against each other and it's fun because I mean the show has always I feel like been a very feminist show, but yeah. I think we're seeing that more and more, like especially throughout this season like all of the women banding up and talking about sort of how, you know, women aren't taking us seriously in the workplace. And I think that it's just been such a strong season so far, and I love this episode. It was just a great other installment. I
1: agree. I mean, first of all, from the top, everyone looked fabulous. Like, you know, Liza's outfits. Outfits are still popping. Season six, everyone's looking great. You know, people have gotten older, weight has changed, and still looking amazing. And I personally appreciate it as a fan. <laughs> um, content wise, loved it. I told y'all about Sneaky Charles, and we will discuss him. <laughs> you know, Zane, I'm upset, but he's so handsome. I can't be upset too long. And then just to see our girl Kelsey struggling, you know, it, it really breaks my heart. So let's start. With Maggie and Beth, because we saw their relationship bloom. Now, as you guys may remember, Beth is the coach and counselor of the group that Maggie went to in the previous episode to uh, conquer her fear of uh, lady parts or you know it's a safe space. we'll say vaginas. We'll say vaginas. Um, were you guys excited to see that their relationship had blossomed into something like a real relationship?
2: Yeah, because I think that Maggie definitely deserves to be happy, and she always just hooks up with people who are so (laughs) fun and have so much personality and just fun character behind them. And I think they're such a cute match and just, like, living their best life together. Yeah.
0: How about you? Yeah, she's strong, and uh, I think that she's Maggie's match.
1: Yeah.
0: Ooh, like, ultimate match? Mm Maybe oh. I think she. I think if she were, I would be happy about that. Yeah, yeah,
1: because we haven't seen Maggie in a serious relationship in a mm-hmm. in a while. I, I think the last one was with the Jewish lady yeah. uh, who was, you know, I think Hasidic Jewish, so mm-hmm. she, like very strict, and she that relationship ultimately didn't work. So I'm happy to see her with someone else. And again, Nicole Ari Parker, who I love from other shows, she's an amazing actress. So to see her in this role is. It just warms my heart. Yeah,
3: I want to I see more of her, because I agree, they are, like, a great match. Yeah. Like, I could see this going the distance. Oh! The younger okay. distance. <laughs> the younger wedding. Okay. We need a wedding on this show. How come we don't have that yet? Mm, we only right have her I with do. Claire, but, like, was that really a wedding? <laughs>
1: okay. uh, that was a mess. It was a sh- just shambles but and I'm,
3: shenanigans. I'm into the relationship, though, because Maggie's very into people who excite her yes. and I feel like she's exciting like the garlic like how can it get any more exciting than that like can it like, so I mean don't you always want to be with someone that like keeps you on your toes
1: yeah and, and that you can learn something from and I like the fact that Beth approaches life from a holistic point of view so yes she did tell Maggie and I've heard that before that you can use garlic to to uh, curb your uh, infect, yeast infection from where Reddit? Reddit? It, no it's like a, a, an old, old like an old wives tale you know mm-hmm. So I've heard that before. So um, I was I was surprised they wrote that in the show. Keeps me on my toes. They you know they always surprise me. So I was happy about that. Um, Maggie and uh, Beth also invite Charles and Liza and Kelsey over to this dinner where we find you know that everyone it was all together. And I thought that was just simply nice of them to to want to welcome others into their new relationship. Yeah. Now, question for you, Pamela. Mm. Do you know what's going on, like how we don't know what's happening next week? Do you have some insight ever into what's going on at this point in the show now that it's season
0: six? No, you know, the show has gone so far beyond the book. Mm. I mean, there were things in the book that aren't in the show, but uh, the characters um, all being friends with each other, for instance, is something that the the book didn't go that far. And so it's really cool for me to see them all having dinner together, which I think is the way life works, and mm. it's really cool to see all the ages and genders and professions in one room together.
1: What does that feel like, seeing your characters that you just were at home and wrote about from your own imagination now on TV and flourishing on, in, in the show that's gone on to be so successful?
0: It's, it's really an incredible feeling, and uh, I went to the f- very first day of shooting, and seeing you know 150 people in this room and a scene that i had written come to life it was like a fantasy
1: wow yeah. well congratulations thank and you. we thank you for it because or else we wouldn't be here so <laughs> yeah. no, we literally <laughs> wouldn't <laughs> Um, so also, you know, speaking of, uh, lady parts, we had <laughs> our girl, Kelsey, she had some issues with another part of her body. Her hair was literally falling out due to the stress of just like not knowing what's going on with the company. They were trying to make sure Bronwyn, one of their oldest, uh, public, uh, authors, not age, But someone that's been with the company a very long time just remained with them because her contract was about to be up. And, you know, they were worried that after what happened in last episode, that possibly this new Mercury company would possibly steal them. Um, How did it make you guys feel to see Kelsey stressed like that?
2: I mean, it made me so sad for her, obviously, because she always puts 110% to every single thing that she does. And so when things aren't working out for her and she does get frustrated, you know, you got to feel bad because she definitely is trying her best. But I do think that's a reality that, like, someone, especially in a new position of such power, is going to face. And so I think it made a lot of sense that it was taking, like, a physical toll as well as an emotional one.
1: Yeah. How about you,
3: Farai? It makes you look at a lot of, like, female leaders differently. Like, yes, they're amazing, they're thriving on the outside, but you don't know what they're going through on the inside to be those leaders. Like, anyone can say, like, I want to be Michelle Obama. But it's like, (laughs) do you have what it takes to be Michelle Obama? Like, maybe you do, maybe you don't. So I think it's those, like, trials and, like, tribulations that, like, make you stronger. So I feel like at the end of the day, this is going to make her a stronger person. Her hair will stay intact, (laughs) and... I think it'll be like an overall great lesson and then what from every lesson that you that you get negative feedback from there there's a positive so.
0: Yeah, and I really admire her. You know, she, I guess, like Liza, has really grown through this series. Very you know much so. Going from the little, um, you know, sort of wifey in a way mm-hmm. to sad, um, to being this powerful woman. <laughs> R.I.P. <Rad. laughs> <laughs> I love that. There's uh,
3: no peace, actually. In yeah, that. He's the, he
1: was the worst.
3: So I know, he was hilarious. I forgot all about him. What a non-factor. No,
1: I just could never get the visual of him, that thing falling on him
2: and Liza's <laughs> That was one of the craziest (laughs) things, not that this show has done, but that I've seen on TV. Yeah, that was
3: so Final Destination, (laughs) Yeah, but I, like, loved it. it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, One other thing that we love is After Buzz TV, and we want to tell you why.
2: Yes, we just wanted to say thank you guys so much for, you know, being fans of us, for making us be the ESPN of TV Talk. We love interacting with you all. If you're watching us on YouTube, first of all, jump in the comments because I am in the live chat right now and we'd love to hear your thoughts live. If you're not watching us live, if you are watching after the fact, if you're listening on iTunes, leave us a comment after the fact there. Like I always say, it is my morning paper. I log on right in the morning. I want to see what you guys thought. As always, if you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. You know, look at our other many, many shows that we cover here. (laughs) Hit that thumbs up. Give us five stars on iTunes. Tell your friends. And just thank you guys so much for being fans. And keep on watching us because we love interacting with you all and talking about the show and doing what we love. Thank you so
1: much. And thank you to everyone that commented last week. We have bluesy gal, Layla Kumar, who, like, she and I, we just have a full-on conversation in the comments. (laughs) Um, Stacey Payne and Gabby, thank you guys so much for continuously supporting us. And also, don't forget, we are going to be looking for your younger-ism, which is your favorite quote from the show, so you can be the winner of one of our signed copies by Pamela.
2: So exciting. Very
1: exciting. Someone here, I will say, did not even know that there was a book that started it all.
3: (laughs) It was me. (laughs) (laughs) I was, like, turning through the pages. I'm like, oh, this was a book? (laughs) That's so funny, though, that I said that, because today I was just talking about how I found out Big Little Lies was a book. And I was like, (laughs) that is so crazy. Like, I can't believe, like... uh,
1: But a lot of our favorite shows do start out as books.
3: That's true. And I'm like, should I just start a book? Because that seems to be the way to get a TV show now.
1: (laughs) It it, it can. It can be. How did you come up with this idea for these characters?
0: You know, I was reading a crazy article in Vogue about extreme plastic surgery, and it just made me think, like, wow, you could sort of start your whole life over. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't really interested in writing about plastic surgery. (laughs) And, um, but I knew it was a great idea, and I also knew it was a great role for an actress. so there was a long time before Darren Starr um, made the show but uh the book now is a new edition that's based on the show um it has it's everything is updated, and Darren Starr wrote the foreword, which wow. is very cool so
1: wow, so it's a mixture of both now in this new edition, like what yeah. you originally wrote and a little bit of what's happening in the show. There are show. a
0: lot of pictures from the show oh, wow. and there's a whole new Q&A that's about the show and how that happened. So yeah, that's it's really wow. fun. Okay, yeah. I have an
2: older edition and now I'm going to have to go out a- and yeah. I'm going to buy the new one because I didn't know we had all these fun new features that I definitely want in on. I
1: love that. I love that. The cover, uh, we have a, a picture of the original cover um, for, and that's the same one that Taylor has um, but the cover has changed. So it's that's the original, correct?
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. First
1: time I'm seeing
3: it. It <laughs> looks <laughs> <What's> amazing.
0: <laughs> um, and this is...
1: The new
3: cover. The new so cover,
0: beautiful. which is a gorgeous picture of Sutton. Um, yeah. My favorite picture from the show. She looks gorgeous. So yeah. Very nice. Cinderella. Yes. Were yes. you a fan of her before she got cast on this? I or? was. I had seen her on Broadway. I'm a big Broadway fan. Yes. Um, and so And I was so happy when Darren told me that he cast her because... Um, you know, she's really in her early early 40s. She was kind of a newcomer to television. So I think that she embodied the character in a very real way. Yeah. yeah.
1: Did you
3: have suggestions of who you wanted to cast before? No,
0: I didn't get to do that, but I, I really couldn't be happier. I think that he picked people. I mean, Hillary, the fact that Hilary Duff was a young actress who had been working for a long time mm-hmm. and kind of had an old soul. I think was very appropriate for the character of Kelsey, who's so ambitious and who can't wait to, you know, have more and more and more in her life. Yeah, Yeah.
1: and it was Sutton was older, but a newbie to TV at the time, Mm -hmm. whereas Hillary was younger, but she was kind Mm -hmm. of like a TV veteran. Hello, Lizzie McGuire, (laughs) an icon for the ages. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly, exactly, now, you know how they say like you write what you know, what parts of the book when you wrote it were similar to what was going on in your life at the time?
0: Well, I was a suburban mom in New Jersey, and a lot of my friends had um stopped working when their kids were little and were trying to get back in and were really just finding it impossible, and so that was you know, I think that was kind of um something that people thought that they would be able to take a little time off and get back in, and they were finding it much more difficult. So that kind of dovetailed perfectly with the idea of starting over. And and uh, in the book, Maggie decides in her 40s that she wants to have a baby. So that's a kind of bigger theme in the book mm-hmm. about um, these two women at the same point in life of saying, oh, my God, I want to do the opposite thing from what I've been doing for the last fifteen years.
1: Wow, that's amazing. Grass is always greener. Yeah, mm, but true.
0: Now and Josh has the baby. I know, yeah, and I
1: love it. you may have seen. I, I, it's. I'm still. I've been adjusting to that, and <laughs> well, you know, let. That's a good point. To a good time to move on to Josh, um, wanting more time with the baby. You know, we saw Claire dumping her child off <laughs> at Josh's house. Being, you know, she was busy. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you said
3: Claire She's dumping her <laughs> child off. Like it's an orphanage.
1: (laughs) You know, she has responsibilities that she's not living up to, but that's okay because Josh is picking up the slack. And it gave him an opportunity to really bond with the baby because he, I guess he doesn't have her full time. It's Gemma, right, is the yes. baby's name. Um, who we still, even <laughs> Pamela asked, did Josh get the paternity test? Because it's still TBD. It's he did suspect. get it. The verdict it is, is suspect. Is still, he did get it. The <laughs> verdict is still out. Paperwork can be forged. <laughs> Things can well, happen. Well, technically
3: didn't show paperwork, so I'll give you that. It but could. who would lie about it?
1: People lie. People lie.
3: Lie Claire but do has dads lied lie or not th- soon th- to be or
1: don't even know if they are. Dads? Not Josh, I think Claire will be the liar. We will see. Just saying. Just saying. But uh to see him with the baby and how he bonded with his daughter was so sweet and i feel like this is something that he's always wanted i feel like it made me realize especially i've been watching some of the the old episodes you know he was younger than liza but he still like you said was responsible and i think this is something that he's always wanted so it's kind of like filling a void for him He doesn't have Liza anymore now he's got gemma
2: He's such a natural with her, which is so sweet. He's just one of those, like, really cool young dads who just, like, he is such, like, a sensitive soul and, like, so nurturing, even though maybe you wouldn't necessarily expect that just, like, by looking at him and, like, oh, he's a tattoo artist. But I don't know. I love it. I I think that even though I have my feelings about Claire, I do love really seeing him in this role.
0: How about you guys? That is something that um, happens in the book because um, when Liza in the book says she needs to break up with Josh after she tells him the truth Um, she says you know you're too young to decide not to have kids and I can't have any more kids and I don't want to have any more kids and he said no no that's okay and she says I'm not going to let you make this decision now in your 20s Um, you know you need to be free to do what you want to do around that
3: she was being selfless
0: yes she was and, and sensible because she knew for a guy especially at 35 or 45 or 55 he could there's still change time his mind. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah but for a woman clock's
3: ticking, unfortunately. Right. That's why Liza and Charles need to stay together and Josh and Gemma do their own thing. Oh, really?
1: No. No, it's not happening. We saw what's going to happen next week, and I think the the fire is still there between Josh and Liza, and I'm keeping home alive. I am. I am. Speaking of Josh, have you ever had a May-December relationship with a younger beau? Yikes.
0: No. No? You didn't get on board, Pamela? No, but I never say never. That's right. That's what I'm talking
1: about. That is what I'm talking about. You know, um, I have. I oh have yeah, and? often dated people that are younger than me, but just, haha, <laughs> just like the name of the show. <laughs> um, and I think it's one because they don't know how old I am when they first meet me, mm-hmm. and um, it's because of my youthful glow as well. <laughs> but no, it just it works out. But I think now that I'm getting a little bit older I, and starting to think about a family and children as well, it's like okay. Who would I want to like make that type of decision with? But I can't do it with someone that's like so much younger than me because they may not be emotionally and mentally prepared for that. But um, right. so you know, single guys, Pamela is available.
0: <laughs> you know, what's what's your age range? Is how how far will you go? Uh, it's got to be under thirty, I think. Okay, <laughs> okay. okay, all
1: right, all right,
0: <laughs> guys. Hit us in the comments.
3: I will help know. you.
1: Yes! Farai would be an amazing wingman.
3: I would literally help you. I think I know some people. Let's get this started. I, we'll talk I must after.
1: blushing, <laughs>
3: really. We'll get you on hinge or something. Yes! That's what all the cool kids are doing. I'll take you to the
0: bungalow. Yes. If you live in LA, you know what that is. Oh my god, they're going to write it into an episode. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, yes. Yes.
1: We have to be a part of it. Let's get us all in the writer's room. We're here for you.
3: There, and if you're a a LA. Yeah. <laughs> Younger takes LA <laughs> I, at the bungalow. Oh and Odie Take and I hilarious. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it.
1: And um, that leads us to sneaky uh, what's his name?
2: Charles?
1: Charles. <laughs> I
2: was gonna say sneaky
1: Steve and I don't know. Sneaky Steve <laughs>
3: <laughs> he looks like a Steve. He be a
1: Steve. Yeah. Oh but did, no, no, no. did you hear that? Uh, Maggie also said she kept on saying, "I won't. I promise, I won't call him." Chaz. What? When did that become a thing? I don't
2: know, but I love it. Yeah, like, I know. Curious. I was like,
3: trying to find out. I'm like, was that a deleted scene that was just left in there? Uh, maybe it's
1: just like a, a joke between <laughs> friends. Like, yeah. Yeah.
3: So, I'm but,
2: obsessed.
1: <laughs> uh, sneaky Charles. Sneaky Chaz. And Mercury are a problem, and Zane. So. You know, last week we found out that Charles's company, which wasn't revealed at the time, stole a book from Millennial, and then he almost did it again with Bronwyn's book um, until Kelsey found out that he and Zane were coming to meet, and then the whole, all the news came out right there. And poor Kelsey, she went off in that restaurant. Do you think she was more, do you think she was mad or more, like, did she feel more betrayed? Like, was she, her feelings just simply hurt? Mm. Or was it, like, a betrayal? You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you think was going on in her head at the time?
2: I think she was sort of feeling betrayed. Just because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, they worked together for a long time. And he did act as sort of a mentor to her. So it's, like, someone who you trusted and who kind of helped you climb the ladder in a way. Like, completely just, like, catching you off guard like this and wanting to compete against you. I think is. Pretty, like a slap in the face for sure. Yeah, Especially since she's running it now so it's like he's in direct
0: competition with her. Yeah, yeah. How about you guys? No, it's pretty nasty because there are more authors in the world than the authors that are at Millennial and she used to date Jane, uh, Zane. Um, used to, like just up until a couple of weeks <laughs> well, yeah. ago they've been sleeping together. <laughs> but I gotta say, Zane looks like he spends full time working out. Did you know? Zane
1: <laughs> is so handsome. Actually one of my friends DM'd me and said, uh, please put in a word with Zay for me. <laughs> He's so handsome. He's- but that's the other thing. Like, think about it. Charles was her boss professionally, but she was romantically involved with Zane, so you, mm-hmm. she opened up in a different way with him. But I think she always knew he had that ability to be shady, because he had been shady in the beginning. Were they, like, that romantic though? It was just a couple mm. times when they met up at,
3: like, a quarter store and drank the same bottle of Dom. <laughs> like, it was just more of, like, a hit-it-or-quit-it type. Oh, like, but he,
2: she was did she know, like, everything <laughs> about her? I bet
3: you anything Zane doesn't even know Kelsey's favorite color. No,
2: they, they did have something deeper in, like, the last season, though, like, especially when she was with that speechwriter guy and she was kind of deciding between the two and she ch- ultimately sort of chose Zane.
1: And didn't he tell her he wanted to be more yeah. recently and she kind of didn't believe him so I think she's liked him and the fact that she keeps on going back to him you know how it is you keep on going back to the ones that you shouldn't but you do and I think that's her issue like she, she there's something that draws her to
0: him. Yeah, I agree. But I, I love the way um, Hilary Duff manages to invest the character with that kind of emotional range that she can be mad and feel betrayed. Right. You know, I love it that she... Wears her heart on her sleeve and and can kind of play all that at once.
3: Yeah. Speaking of which, that video that like went viral. These publishers like mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that going like I didn't know publishers were so petty.
1: Well, I think that's the thing. You know, the business is changing. Social media is growing, so people are you know people are are always saying, oh, nobody reads anymore, right? So it's like, okay, if you're still with a great company that's working with you, you know, you want to stay at a place that's going to cater to your needs, especially if you. You've done well for that company. And I found it interesting also, we talked about this a little bit, that Bronwyn kept on saying, mentioning gray hair, how they want to see gray hair in the room. So not only has um, Mercury created problems for Millennial, but they've started actually a buzz in the industry and people now want to work with them. So this viral video was to Kelsey's, dem- like, it hurt Kelsey, but kind of helped freaking Sneaky Charles.
2: <laughs> well, which is kind of annoying, too, because usually I will say I think that Kelsey does have a tendency to overreact in certain ways. But <laughs> I honestly did feel like, I mean, should she have done it in the middle of the restaurant? Maybe not. But it was pretty justified. Like, this was a very big... Betrayal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I felt like this freak out was like, I was like, oh, okay, she has the right to do this. And like, she should be this mad. Right,
1: right. I also love the part where she had to tell Zane that she only slept with her authors after she signed up. <laughs> and I recently saw the episode with the the European guy, the oh, blonde yeah. guy. I forgot his name, where she was sleeping with him and he was married. And I was like, oh, Kelsey, she's done so many, so many. She's What did the uh, the guy say? What did um the guy say last week? Like, she's a messy bitch and I love her. Oh, it. yeah. Yeah. You're a messy bitch who
0: lives
3: for drama. Yeah. That was my youngerism. See, <laughs> yeah. so you gotta stay tuned. <laughs>
1: So um, I thought that was great, and just to see her growth overall, like she went from being a messy bitch to being a boss babe, and she's having these issues, and it's like I'm. But what I'm happy to also see is that Liza has her back, because you saw in the restaurant, Liza was like, "Oh, he called your book. What did he call it?" Uh,
2: oh, I wrote this down. Matron lit. Matron oh, yes, lit. Yes, <laughs> yes. She was so offended by
3: it too. Every time, like Liza, like says something like that, though, it's like doesn't fall flat, but it's always just kind of like like you know that she's like she think it does burn but it's like she's it, like trying to pack time you know and it's like oh you got me
0: <laughs> but everybody in the publishing business watches the show really and, oh yes yeah do they really thing. it's a big thing in I new could york i see and, that
3: if i was like an intern at harper collins i'd be like oh my
0: god <laughs> <laughs> well it, it makes publishing sexy and exciting it kind of and is and heretic,
3: though yeah. i never really like, realize like how it is. like i kind of like it
0: speaking of
1: publishers, like, what is it like when you go in to pitch a new book idea? Like, what does that feel like? Because we see them, (laughs) you know, hearing ideas all the time. But can you tell us what it actually feels like?
0: Well it usually is not done in person. Oh. <laughs> you know, like most businesses now it's it's kind of, you know, email and maybe video chat, but uh a lot of times you don't meet the people or see the people partly because I live in LA. Oh, okay. So I'm not in New York doing that, but uh you you may you may be around a big table of people if you do go in. And the salespeople are there, and everybody wants to know, how is this book going to do? Because, like, it, it, in the show, it's a big business. You know, it's um, a lot of money raises and falls on, mm-hmm. on these books. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Speaking of um, you living in L.A., you didn't always live in L.A. So <laughs> no. you moved here. How long have you been in L.A. from New York now? Well, from um, Jersey. Just
0: four and a half years. Oh, so so kind of like Liza, I got divorced after a long time and uh, and moved to L.A. and started my life anew. And when I read Younger again to um, do this new edition, I thought, wow, I was really writing about myself a lot more than I thought I was. Wow.
1: You know? But you know? do you think that's the best thing to do as a, a like, a, for, like, say, first-time writers and aspiring writers, like, kind of just stick with what you know and, and use that as...
0: I didn't realize how much I was writing about myself. I think there was some wish fulfillment. I mm-hmm. think her, you know, starting her life fresh and going into the city and trying these new things was something I wanted to do. But at the time, you know, my kids were little and I wasn't doing it. Mm -hmm. But I I did. And I want
2: to know more kind of about your writing process, too, because I I find it so fascinating, like, being a writer myself. Like, where do you draw inspiration from if it doesn't necessarily come from your own life? Are you, like, someone who listens to music and gets inspired? Or, like, is there any certain place that you find yourself pulling from?
0: I really... um, I really get inspired everywhere, Uh, and I'm really one of those crazy writers who writes all the time. You know, I get up in the morning, and I start writing, and uh, I write on the plane going from New York to L.A. and back. You know, I'm sure I drive the people beside me (laughs) crazy, you know, banging away, but, um, you know, inspiration is everywhere, and I think that it can come from your life, but sometimes in a sideways way. Yeah. Yeah. So and That's so cool.
1: before writing novels, you were an editor at Glamour and yes. wrote magazines, including one of the you did a lot of lists, correct? Like the yes. 30 things that things you should know before you turn 30. Was I, it?
0: Yeah, I wrote a uh, I wrote a column called the Glamour List for a long time. And, and one of my columns was called 30 uh, things every woman should have and should know by the time she's 30. Oh. And it was one of the first viral things. I remember that, that. You know, people started emailing it to me and I was like, wait a minute. This- <laughs> so you're like conducted <laughs> and then I lose a guy in ten days, pretty much.
3: Yes, <laughs> yes, that's
0: right. That was the plot I'm getting a flashback
3: of you just
1: doing that. <laughs> yeah. Well that's amazing. And then you r- went into writing books and then you also have a, a naming website, like a baby naming website.
0: Yes, the biggest name website in the world. It's called NameBerry. Um, because I've, it was a childhood interest of mine. And so I've written uh, 10 books about names with my partner, Linda Rosencrantz, and we have a site called Nameberry that gets 20 million page views a month.
3: That so, is yeah. so cool. I always think about the people that have like random businesses like that, like a name <laughs> website. I need to start thinking outside of the box.
0: We need That's to really so
3: have cool. a meeting after this after I set you up at the bungalow. <laughs> out.
0: Okay, we'll trade. Yeah, (laughs)
3: literally. (laughs) Yes.
1: And then now, having moved to L.A., you're writing more scripts and television scripts,
0: correct? Yeah, I've been taking classes. I love taking writing classes. So sometimes I'm in a writing class and people are like, why are you here? But I think that, uh, you know, everybody has something new to learn all the time. And I think that's kind of the message of younger, a little bit, that you have to let yourself be vulnerable and let yourself be a beginner again, because... Part of what happens to Liza is, like, everybody thinks, like, oh, if I could only be younger again, everything would be great. Mm. But the fact is, it isn't so great to be in your 20s, right? It's like, I mean, I have kids in their 20s and friends in their 20s, and I see how much they struggle. You know, it's hard to make money. It's hard to get any respect. You work all the time. People treat you like crap. And. Mm -hmm. So um,
1: what would you say you've made so many transitions in your life and you seem so fearless in doing them? What would you say to someone that's having trouble like taking a big leap like
0: that? Yikes. Um, Well, there's something that I say a lot, which is that you have to get comfortable with feeling uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I think that that is kind of like accepting the fact that when you make a big change or try something that's scary, it's scary for me, too. It's just you have to make friends with the fear and the discomfort. And those feelings don't mean that you shouldn't do it. You know what I you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, you you feel it and you do it anyway.
1: Use the fear to fuel you.
0: Yeah. Just accept it. You know, just accept that's that's part of the the deal.
1: I love that. I love that. Words of wisdom from Pamela Redman right here on After Buzz TV. Thank you so much, Pamela. Now we're gonna move into some of our special segments. Let's start with news and gossip. Mm. So
2: I was waiting for the music. <laughs> like,
1: let's do it. So uh, since we last were here, everyone went to Pride and celebrated World Pride in New York. And of course, our favorite television cast from Younger were there. We, I took, uh, As you know, I'm always on Instagram, and so I took some story slides from their Instagrams, from Molly's story slides. We have Nico here giving us a little 18th century uh, <laughs> queen loveliness here with this hair looking gorgeous <laughs> with a beet face again, a little rouge and a blonde wig.
2: Beautiful.
1: Always. I love him with all my heart. We have Molly with her girlfriend. The slide says, we are on the At Younger TV float and ready to go. Where are you?
2: <laughs> She's, she, she kills it every time she looks at the camera. Oh, I love I her love so her much. too.
1: And then we have Miriam um, in one of the slides with a f- beautiful colorful boa and miriam who also directed tonight's episode let's give a shout out to her yes great job uh the slide says at younger tv we out here with a rainbow (laughs) which i love nico again you know on the bed with more of his ensemble loving it It as a little tool moment just when he just looks flawless all the time
2: it's true (laughs) He he literally is not capable of looking.
1: Not at me. all, not at all. Miriam again on the younger pride float. I think that's a little child in the background. I see. So the kids were like, I heard it was amazing. So to see them having so much fun, I loved. And we have a couple more slides. Uh,
0: well, Miriam has little kids, I think. Okay, so it's yeah. probably her
1: children. Yeah. And then here we go with my girl Debbie Mazar, killing it wow. again um, Love her. in this like.
0: <laughs> yeah, she looks amazing. Oh. Oh. So she looks oh, like the
1: the the red dress lady emoji. She does. the salsa dancing <laughs> the salsa dancing lady she has on like this flamenco inspired dress in the, the colors of the rainbow with an umbrella and here she is actually rocking that dress on the younger TV float which I appreciate that they had their own float yeah. like real representation so cool. at Pride and her, the slide said work and then we have everyone the whole squad Nico Molly Miriam and Debbie all together representing the show so I really really love that Aww. And then one thing that I wanted to show is that um, uh, Molly grew up with two moms. Oh, so the, you know I, I thought that was that. really interesting. She posted an old picture on, on her Instagram talking about that. And let me just read the caption to you quickly. It says, My pride warriors, my two moms, exemplars of truth, family, loyalty, resilience, life. Thank you for welcoming me.
0: I know. And then, you know, she
1: has her own girlfriend. So I was like, so much love in the place. I really, really appreciate it. You just never know where people's, like, their background, you know. So Mm -hmm. I always love to give you guys a little bit of tea.
2: Thank you. You're welcome.
1: (laughs) Now we can move on to our news and gossip segment.
2: Or younger segments.
1: Just joking. I just didn't use the gossip. So, yes, youngerisms. That's what I meant to say.
2: Yes. Please hit it, Taylor. All right. So, youngerisms, just to catch you guys up, if it's your first time here, youngerisms is where we all go around and say our favorite quote from the episode, our favorite sort of moment or line from the episode. Because this, like, the show is just so chock full of amazing writing and amazing deliveries. Like, the performances are so fun when they deliver them. So, hi, do you want to start?
1: Sure. Okay, I read down a couple of things, and I I may not have them verbatim, but Bronwyn, when she said women my age have to work hard for that BJ, and we're better at it. I was (laughs) like, get it? Okay. What I liked about that it was like showing that, you know, just because she's older doesn't mean she's not still sexual. Okay. Wait, but um how our girl uh, didn't think she was in the same age range as as Diana. Diana. She's like, do people think she's my age? I died. She thinks we're peers. She just kept on repeating that. I read that um, Diana was named after Princess Di.
0: Yes. Um, Originally in the book, the daughter is named Diana. Right. But uh, in the new edition, I actually updated it so that uh, the Diana's name,
1: Diana. Is named Diana. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And then um, another one I had, not someone else may have it, uh, was when um, Lauren told Kelsey that she had big dick energy, big dick energy, oh, and um, Kelsey was like, "I don't have big dick energy. I have bad bald dude energy." When she <laughs> found out about her bald spot, poor thing. Um, and yeah, so those were my two.
2: Um, I really thought the moment, I, I love how, like, much of the show taps into, like, pop culture and does sort of make fun of, like, the publishing world and the, like, tech world at times, mm-hmm. too. So I loved it when, um, um, when Lauren was changing Kelsey's job description to creative director. Yeah, that was great. And she's correct. like, what does that mean? And she's like, no one knows and no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> that is a job title that, like, every company has. And I'm just yes, like,
0: "That is so I don't true, know <laughs> what
2: exactly that means. But I thought that was pretty funny.
0: I liked when uh, Kelsey said, my hair is falling out because of you. And you!
3: <laughs> I liked in the beginning when Maggie was saying, like, we're just booed up now. Yeah. <laughs> she, was I was perfect. like, oh my god. I hear people say that, but it was just funny to see it, like, translate on TV with, yeah, like, these two, totally. like, people who, like, aren't millennials. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, we're booed up.
2: <laughs> I did so, want to say one more. Because sure. I just figured someone else would have it. I'm shocked no one does. But when Lauren was babysitting for a hot second there and was, like, trying to get everyone to be quiet, she's like, Kelsey doesn't need Eat this she has a bag full of hair. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one She's
1: too. Like, I've been up all night raising this baby and like <laughs> you, you should
3: just be the mom when immigration comes and gets played. <laughs> <forever. laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, with that prediction, we are going to move into our prediction segment.
3: And now
0: your after buzz TV. Prediction. This is fitting music, I think, <laughs> for spooky. what we're about to. Very
1: spooky, especially because of Sneaky Charles. Farai, <laughs> um, you kind of started off. Tell us your prediction. Um,
3: I think that immigration is gonna come get Claire soon. <laughs> I've said that last week. I say it again. I also think that like she plans on staying with Josh. Until, Claire. Yeah, until immigration comes to get her. <laughs> <laughs> I think she likes this whole idea of like co-parenting. It's so adult and like mature. And I don't know what I predict with Mercury though. Mm. I feel like Kelsey's gonna come out on top, but I think. It's definitely going to affect Charles and Liza's relationship, and I ultimately I feel like Liza might get back with Josh in some way. I, even though I'm team Charles, Yay. I agree a little, but I guess we'll have to say how what plays out. I could be so wrong, and I hope I am, <laughs> except about the immigration, but that's it. Okay.
0: <laughs> I, I think Kelsey's going to come up with some really dirty, sneaky trick to pull on Charles and Zane, who totally deserve it. And Liza's going to have to choose, you know, is she going to be loyal to Kelsey or is she going to be loyal to Charles? I think she's going to pick Kelsey. I think she's going to pick I hope Kelsey she will, yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's good. I, like I that.
2: agree with your prediction that she's going to come up with some sort of diabolical plan because I think last episode we saw her play that really crazy game with Quinn, like, announcing yeah. that she was running for mm-hmm. Senate. So I don't I also don't think Quinn is gone for good. I think she's mm. going to come back with a vengeance. That's she was good. giving us a little break this week, but she's coming back and it's not going to be all roses and sunshine and rainbows. I also am like maybe this is just wishful thinking, but I it was played for laughs in this episode of Diana like naming all of the stuff that like she's experienced because of str- like stress from this job, but I think it would be really nice for her and Kelsey, to sort of start working together. Mm. Now that they're not yet, but they did have some tension in the beginning part of the season. So I think it'd be really cool if those two sort of banded together and worked Mm. together, too.
1: Well... That connects to my prediction I think there's still a possibility that Charles may poach Diana over to Mercury so that I think that could possibly happen I do think that um, Claire's gonna head back to Ireland and leave the baby with Josh Mm. said it before saying it again and I think now we're gonna see the honeymoon is over for Liza and Charles Mm. and Josh and baby Gemma are gonna slide right in and fill her heart with love and and so those are my predictions this week. Wow. Guys, we loved having you. Please come back next week. My name is Sahai Wilson, and you can find me at Say Hi Sahai. Taylor, where can they find you? Yes,
2: you guys can find me on Twitter at alphabet underscore and and on Instagram at Taylor underscore gates underscore.
0: Pamela, where can they find you on social media? Twitter too and on Instagram as PR Saturn Perfect. Farai, Instagram,
3: Twitter, F A R A I, Five Eyes. Thank you so
0: much. (laughs) And thank you to
1: our guest, Pamela. Please come back anytime. We'd love to have you. Thank you so much. Don't forget our giveaway. And don't forget to come back to the Younger After Show next week, right here on After Buzz Comedy. Bye, guys.
0: Bye.
1: Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV.